Hey Bulldogs, it's Annie, and welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Tassel. I'm a marketing major of DeSales class of 2023, and I'm excited to be hosting this podcast with the purpose of reconnecting with our alumni and informing DSU students about the endless possibilities beyond graduation. Get ready to be inspired by the stories of our alumni and learn valuable insights from their career journeys. Now it's time to introduce this week's guest. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Tassel. I'm here with today's guest, Jessica Watson, a graduate of the class of 2015, undergraduate majoring in sports and exercise science, and a 2018 graduate of the DeSales Doctorate of Physical Therapy program. Jessica is now an assistant professor in the DPT program here at DeSales University, and she also works per diem for St. Luke's Acute Rehabilitation and Lehigh Valley Health Network's Acute Care. Without further ado, Jessica, please introduce yourself. Briefly describe how you got to where you are today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be talking not only to students, but alum and faculty of DeSales and the community that I am just so thankful to be a part of, not only through my undergraduate and graduate student programs, but now as a full-time faculty member with the Doctor of Physical Therapy program. So in short, I had actually started my undergraduate career in the physician assistant program and wasn't entirely sure um, in what medical area that I wanted to pursue from a career standpoint. And luckily, I had the support of the sales community and the faculty to have time to figure out what was important to me and the skills that I have and what I can develop into. And so ultimately, I ended up transferring into the sport and exercise science program at the time. And through that experience, I was able to develop into pursuing volunteer opportunities, internships with physical therapy. And that's what ultimately drew me back on the path of physical therapy. And by, again, perfect timing, they decided to start a physical therapy program. So I ended up applying into that, being accepted, pursuing the doctor of physical therapy program at DeSales and graduating in 2018 with then after having clinical rotations, determining that I really felt more inclined to work in the hospital setting full-time. So from then until now, I had the experience as well as coming on board as an open lab assistant with the sales PT program and delving into education more. And with those experiences, I really realized that this is something that I'm passionate about and that I can ultimately give back to the community that helped develop me as a leader. And with that, and the experiences that I had throughout my DeSales career, I was able to apply for the full-time faculty position with the DeSales Doctor of Physical Therapy program. Well, that's awesome. It's so cool to have, you know, you were undergrad, graduate student here, and now faculty. And it's it's like a triple whammy there that we can talk all about just your roles at DeSales and how they just developed into your career today. Um, so I know you mentioned volunteer and internship experience. So along with those, can you kind of talk about those and any other activities you might have been involved with at DeSales, if you were in any sports or clubs or work studies or anything? Absolutely. So I feel like I was so blessed to have so much time and opportunity to do so many different things. So right from the get-go before Moving in with everybody else on campus, I took part in the pre-orientation program through the Center for Social 
um, justice and service. And with that experience kind of kicking off my time at DeSales, I ultimately ended up being a volunteer through that division um, with other community service projects. So over my time as an undergraduate student, I had volunteered at Victory House to make dinners. I had volunteered and served as a student leader in the DREAMS program. And then ultimately later on in my career at DeSales before earning my bachelor's with more leadership positions, I ended up serving as president of the Exercises Medicine Club. And that at the time had won Club of the Year. And I was able to develop more community service oriented projects through that club. And something that was really meaningful to me was one program that we did uh, in that capacity, taking our exercise science students to uh, local nonprofit cops and kids in the Bethlehem area, which is um, a literacy assistance program where they had different volunteer groups come and, and work with students. So we were able to create an event with our exercise science students to couple healthy activity in um, accordance with literacy. And that was something that spurred in me a, a dream almost to, again, remain in community service, but at the same time advocate for healthy activity and, and what that means for different people where they are in, in their life. So that's something that I took with me into the graduate portion of the program where I served as a committee chair for the mentorship program that we had. And again, similarly, trying to couple more community service oriented projects and ideas into programs that we had in the graduate phase. Because again, I think not only giving back to the community is important for, for those in the community, but for our servant leaders as well, because it really allows our students to reflect on themselves. You know, what strengths do they have? What things can they work on? in order to communicate things better that they need to as a physical therapist or just, again, another person in the community trying to, to reach their intended audience. So I had organized a couple community service projects in that capacity as the mentorship chair as well. So again, my tie through community service was something started very early in my undergraduate that I continued through my, my graduate um, portion or career at sales and ultimately still remain active as a assistant coach for Lehigh County Special Olympics Rhythmic Gymnastics. So that was kind of one main division of things I was involved with. In terms of more of the internships, that was something that I had started very early on undergraduate as well. Um, even back to high school, I had volunteered in the rehab department at our local hospital in uh, Warren County. So when I was a student in DeSales at, as an exercise science student, trying to figure out, okay, where can I go to observe, to volunteer, to figure out, you know, is physical therapy for me? And then once I did figure that out, what area of physical therapy do I see myself in? So I had reached back to my connections that I had made already as a high school student to take time to volunteer back in that setting. Um, in addition, I had gone right down the road to the St. Luke's at the time across um, from the Copperhead and asked if they had students and was able to bring that information back 
to our program to set up an internship so that I can spend more time in the outpatient clinical setting. So ultimately, I, within myself, tried to establish as many connections in the area as I could, as well as reflect back on what connections did I already have that I could dig deeper in to ultimately figure out career-wise where I was meant to be. And then again, I started pretty local and around me because I knew ultimately once I graduated, I wanted to remain in this in this area. So um, I had taken the time to volunteer down the road from where I lived with at my parents in Phillipsburg to a skilled nursing facility. Um, and then I had also reached out to a private outpatient clinic for pediatrics at the time. And again, a lot of these things, I ended up looking at their website, finding out who a contact person was or a main phone number and, and reaching out and asking, hey, do you have volunteers or do you even have students that just shadow for the day or any type of program like that? So to answer your question, a lot of those professional endeavors, I ended up seeking on my own initially and then going back to um, the faculty and other members of the program with that information to help figure out where can I place that into my programming so that I'm not overloaded while I'm learning the didactic knowledge, but at the same time, really figuring out in what direction I wanted to head into. That's amazing. It really seems like you utilize your time and resources the most effectively during your time as an undergraduate student. And even like you said, back in high school with um, searching for volunteer opportunities locally. And that's really important because now is our time as we're in college and on our undergrad and our graduate program to seek those experiences, whether you know they are beneficial to you or not. Every experience is a learning opportunity. So um, you will definitely you know, keep learning through those processes and that's really important to learn from from you as well so and now when you were looking for graduate so after you graduated you're looking for your graduate program it was just so happened that to sales graduate program was um being implemented that year but did you um apply to any other schools what was that process what was the process like searching for graduate programs or was it really just like to sales has one i'm gonna go with it well so, and I'll be transparent in my experience, I had been fortunate to actually have one of the doctor of physical therapy program faculty members um, as a course instructor while I was an undergraduate student. It was a medical terminology class. And I am so thankful I ended up dropping a different course that was an elective that wasn't necessarily in that area for this opportunity to not only, again, kind of get a, a head start into the curriculum of what would be incorporated at any type of doctor of physical therapy program, but then also receive instruction from one of the core faculty members at the time. And with that experience, uh, I was just so impressed and it really solidified for me the type of education that DeSales is able to offer with, again, smaller class sizes, just the accessibility of the faculty members. It, it really solidified for me that this was the place that I, I wanted to be to continue my professional endeavors. So for me, I took a chance and I, I focused everything that I had in applying for DeSales. So again, I had 
um, submitted at the time a letter of intention to apply for the physical therapy program late in my sophomore year. Um, had, you know, worked on courses that I wanted to improve my grades on. I had also had to take the GRE. So there were a lot of factors in building that application and, and those pieces would also be applicable to other graduate programs. But I really focused on what was it that sales was asking of me to do and what can I really do to make myself stand out in comparison to everyone else. And so in, a, in addition to that, the sales required service learning, volunteer or observation hours. And I think at the time it was like, 100 hours. And so again, for me, I was like, okay, the minimum is 100, I'm going to go for 200. So everything that I did, I tried to well exceed what was being asked. So for me at the time, I did put essentially all my eggs in, in one basket, but this is what I knew where I wanted to be. And again, I'm so thankful how everything worked out. But at the same time, it was a little bit of a risk for me in doing that. Yeah, absolutely. I think too, a, a part of you had to have known that it was a risk well worth taking since you did have that connection and you were from the undergraduate program already. So um, you had a good position for yourself there. And I think that all worked out well and for a reason. And now you're teaching here. So what can you tell us about your experience as an assistant professor here at DeSales? I can't begin to say how happy I am to be in this position. And again, that open lab instructor opportunity that I had been doing over the last two years really opened my eyes to, you know, the the beauty of being an educator and that I am constantly being challenged to, you know, learn as the students are learning and receive their feedback as to, okay, what method is working for them? What do I need to do to change my instructed instruction in order to get the point across a little bit better. And so I really love, again, the sales has smaller class sizes. So I have the ability to connect with each student at different times throughout the course. And not only, again, the, the student body that is so motivated to do well, but the support of the sales faculty and staff community has been incredible. So they're just again, in my own department, everyone checks in with me, sees how I'm doing as again, someone new to being an educator, other members of the DeSales board and other faculty members in different programs and divisions, just again, reaching out to me, asking if there's anything that I need, you know, giving me advice as I go through each day at this point in time. So the amount of support that I've received from the DeSales community and other faculty members is something that, again, it knew, I knew this was an area that when I wanted to transition into education, this is where I wanted to be. And so I was so fortunate that this opportunity came up and that I had the qualifications to be able to apply for this position. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations on the position. And um I, I like what you said about, you know, you're continuing to learn with your students. And as you're working at St. Luke's and Lehigh Valley Health Network and the acute care and the rehabilitation center, you're able to, you know, actively you had class earlier that day or the day before, and you're thinking about what you've learned and now you're implementing it the next day as you're working with a patient. So that's really, you know, valuable in your time that you're able to 
talk about it and the next day implement it. So what could you say about and how could you describe a typical day as a physical therapist at St. Luke's or um, Lehigh Valley and what you do in those positions? Sure. At St. Luke's at their acute rehab center. So typically patients uh, are seen five days a week for three hours at a time between speech, physical, or occupational therapy. So in my day, patients are typically scheduled in blocks of a half hour increments. So it could be a half hour to 90 minutes, usually at the most with a patient. So I'll come in for the day. I'll see my schedule laid out. Uh, my treating hours are typically from 8.30 to 11.30 and then from 12.30 to 3.30. So what I'll do is I'll chart review a little bit, figure out who that I'm seeing, um, what their past medical history is, what they're admitted to this rehab for, and ultimately, what are their goals? Where are we trying to send them home to? Who's there from a social standpoint able to offer assistance? And ultimately, if they have already been there for a few days, what have they been working on in therapy? So I will review that, come up with a game plan for my own session with them. And then I'll, again, at those scheduled times, work with the patient, receiving them from their room, hopefully, and ultimately bringing them down to our rehab gym where we have tons of different equipment from devices that are able to help them walk, strengthening equipment, those kind of things. So the beauty in that type of area is that there's other therapists working with other patients in that gym space. Um, and that is something that I has always drawn me to the inpatient setting is that you are never alone and there are so many other disciplines that you're working so closely with for this patient to ultimately get them home with the most amount of support that they are able to receive. So again, I'm communicating with the nurses directly about you know their schedules for medications and then ultimately their therapy schedules. I'm communicating with other therapists as to what's going on with those patients and their plans for home. And then I'm able to kind of see what they're doing with other clients and say, oh, you know what, that's a good idea. I can incorporate that into my session with so-and-so later. So those kind of areas I'm able to learn from others as well as, again, kind of implement things on my own to ultimately become a, a better clinician. So that's my day-to-day -day at an acute rehab center. But at Lehigh Valley, it's a little bit different because those patients are admitted to the hospital. So I'm typically seeing patients on average from 20 to 30 minutes. It could be less, it could be more. It's a lot of turnover because I ended up floating at that hospital. So I might see a patient once and not see them again. Or if I'm on that same floor for a few days, I might see that patient you know, a couple of times before they end up discharging. But at the hospital set setting, it's really critical and important part of my job is to figure out, is this person safe to go home or do they need to go to a rehab setting to get stronger before they're safe to return to the setting that they came from? So a lot of, again, conversations with the doctors, PAs, nurses, other rehab staff, technical partners, we call them at Lehigh Valley, but nurses aides, again, it's just such an emphasis on communication with other disciplines and respect for what they do, as well as what we do and our input and our clinical skill and reasoning from that standpoint. So I really enjoy those settings. And again, I knew that education was ultimately an area that I wanted to 
transition to and develop, but I'm so thankful that DeSales respects and values my clinical skills and maintaining that. So as you said, I'm able to practice clinically today and then go into the classroom tomorrow and share experiences directly and recently with students so that they understand this is not something that was created 10 or 20 years ago. This is something that's ongoing and that they're going to be prepared for as they enter this area full time. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, I know my brother is in, as you know, too, my brother is in the DeSales um, physical therapy program right now. And um, as I know from him and hearing from you, it is very hands-on and act, you're actively learning and you're getting real experience, which is amazing. And of course, our program here is, you know, as good as it gets and it's great program, but is there anything that you've learned in the field that was um, like surprising to you or something that you can't learn in the classroom? It's something that you really have to just immerse yourself in. Or, I mean, I understand that our graduate program, you are experiencing clinicals and you're going, you're going into clinicals and you are getting that real world experience. So is that like the, is that a smooth transition then? Or is it, um, is there anything different or surprising that comes about once you're graduated in, and in the field? So in a twofold way, I'll say, and again, just from where I'm coming from and my role specifically as an assistant professor in our program is that I am tasked with uh, developing more pro bono and clinical-like experiences for our students. Because as a new grad a few years ago, I would say the biggest transition is communicating with individuals of varying uh, cognitions as well as, you know, language barriers. So, you know, at DeSales, there were instances where we may have to um, act or pretend, but I will say from my graduation to now, the program has done an excellent job in incorporating the use of the STEM Center. And uh, we have actors that are corresponding to certain case studies that we've developed. So it's definitely more effective than having like our own students try to carry out those things because they may not have had any exposure to that before. So again, what I'm tasked with doing is developing more of those hands-on experiences within our curriculum so that students are even more prepared than what they were when I had graduated at the time as one of the newer cohorts. And we had just actually this weekend uh, started our launch of our partnership with the Bethlehem Emergency Sheltering. So we had actually had some of our students work in conjunction with the emergency sheltering for us to work with individuals um, of varying, again, demographics and backgrounds and um, individuals that were both sheltered and unsheltered. So that experience was something that I know for our students was completely new. And one of the biggest challenges was not necessarily implementing the tests and measures that we did, but taking a subjective history, you know, so being aware of, again, you may not have someone that lives in a standard or regular home like most of our patients do. So how do you ask those kind of questions without um, without offending anyone, as well as really 
getting the information that you need to implement their plan of care. So um, again, I think in twofold, that is something that coming out as a, a full-time new clinician is something to transition with. But I think again, with our program, and again, it's the DeSales mindset is that we have a strategic plan to grow alongside all of the changes that are going on in our society while we're still maintaining our mission of servant leadership and community service. So that's something I'm really excited about and that I think ultimately is going to continue to prepare our students. Well, that is amazing. And I I am um, talking to my brother this week and he went um, yesterday and participated in that experience. And it's just, it was really rewarding to hear that, like, that's the program here at DeSales is offering such a, you know, interesting opportunity for students to learn. And this, the program, like you said, is just very amazing here. So um, final question, what, what advice do you have for physical therapy students and those seeking to become physical therapists? What would your advice be for students? That's a great question. I would probably two things for me come to mind. And one would be being open to feedback. So I try to tell myself to be open-minded and open to receiving feedback from students, from other faculty members, from patients, from other providers in, again, everything from how I'm communicating to how I'm implementing certain tests or exercises with, with clients, because ultimately that's how I'm going to grow and continue to develop as, again, a servant leader, an educator, a physical therapist. So being open to feedback, and understanding that um, ultimately it's coming from a place to help develop other traits inside of you. And then I would say not to be afraid to, to go for something and to try to take more risks. So again, I'm so thankful for all the opportunities that sales had offered and to, you know, apply to be a resident advisor, which I had done. And, you know, I wasn't selected initially, but then I reapplied again and was pulled off the wait list for an opportunity. And that was one of the things that, again, really developed me as a leader. And I would say that putting yourself out there is ultimately worth the risk of, you know, maybe not getting that opportunity or, you know, losing it to, to someone else. But at the same time, through those experiences, you're learning more about yourself. And again, I would just encourage those to put themselves out there, take those risks, and then at the same time, be open to the feedback of what they may receive. Absolutely. That's great advice. Well, thank you so much, Jessica, for joining me today and sharing your experiences with everyone. And if anyone would like to reach out to Jessica, I have her contact information linked in the caption. Otherwise, thank you to everyone listening. And please remember to subscribe to Beyond the Tassel on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to your podcasts. I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you once again for tuning in to today's episode of Beyond the Tassel. It is our honor to present the success stories of our DeSales alumni via podcast. If you are a DeSales alumni and would like to be a guest on the show, you can contact melanie.balone at desales.edu. And if you are currently a DeSales student and would like to connect with an alumni in your field, you can contact kathy.kraus at desales.edu. Until next time, Bulldogs.